One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You may already know that the Football Ramble have teamed up with audible.co.uk to offer you a free audiobook of your choosing when you sign up for a free one month trial at audible.co.uk slash footballramble. So if you want Why England Lose by Simon Cooper and Stefan Szymanski, I Partridge by Alan Partridge, or The Football Men, Up Close with the Giants of the Modern Game by Simon Cooper, then sign up at audible.co.uk slash footballramble, or choose from a range of about 60,000 other titles. The 30-day free trial means you can choose a free audiobook, which is yours to keep, whether or not you decide to cancel in the trial period. Go to audible.co.uk slash footballramble and sign up now. Oh, fuck it! The championships are underway and this is the football ramble and you're all under arrest. My name's Marcus and I've got Jim with me. Hello. Peace. Hiya. Luke. All right. That's right. They're all here. I haven't subbed any of them in. Uh, now, ooh, let's start with what's been your favourite moment from the first round of the first stage of the group games of the European Championships 2012? <laughs> oh, I'm all excited. It's, it's, we're well underway. Very formal. Jim. Very formal excitement. <laughs> At least I now know what tournament you're referring to. <laughs> Euro 2012. Uh, my my favourite moment of the first uh, opening uh, round of games has been the uh, incredible performance from one Andre R. Shavin. <laughs> was, uh, delighted to see that the yeah. effort he put in for Russia against the Czech Republic. He was everywhere. Mm. Oh. Not for your beloved Arsenal. No, done that no. For a while. Well, to be fair to R. Shavin, he was played for the middle, wasn't he? Uh, mm. Which is you know his favoured position always been, has been. Indeed. And he's had a haircut. He has had a haircut. Yeah, yeah. It, looks, it looks like he's aged to Arsenal, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it really does. He looks like he really. I don't know we've seen him play for Russia before, and he's done this before, and he's you know he's been on those anyway. But he he does genuinely look like he really enjoys playing for. Mm. Yeah, he's the main man there. He, lo- mm. he loves. I think he also really relishes um, helping out the younger players. And really yeah, helping, you know, yeah, that sort definitely. Of thing. And uh, Russia's performance in general well, was a highlight. They look like the Russia of old, and we, I know we'll be coming on to them. We'll be coming on to that. The Pete. USSR. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Pete, uh, I will go for. Mm-hmm. The three-five-two of Italy. Oh yes! Even when the chips were down, even when they were on the back foot, they did not go. Oh my God! Let's just panic. Yeah. It, it looked really good. It looked yeah. really. Um, they really packed the midfield, and it was really enjoyable to see. And obviously, Di Natale as well. Yeah, it's absolutely. Cool. Well, yeah, we'll be certainly. That's both of mine. So well picking, picking the bones out of that one. <laughs> Luke, yours, Luke. Well, they were. That was both of mine. But I, I was going to go more specifically for uh, Daniel De Rossi. Our, our prayers were answered, Marcus. Yes. The thing, the thing we dreamed about, <laughs> not together, separately, for the last three or four months, uh-huh. has come true. De Rossi, after playing a couple of times for Roma at sweeper, has, has 
sweeping up the mm. Italian defence. Um, he looked a little bit wobbly at times. Yeah, I, I love the fact that he also <laughs> was trying to play a little bit of offside every so often. Not as a sweeper, son. Yeah, that's uh, it. You know, that's <laughs> not what you're there for. And also, he was wearing one long sleeve and one short sleeve, which is very strange. And had a bit of a wild man beard. Yeah. He was ready for yeah. the Spanish. Because yeah. <laughs> the, the Spanish were so tiny as well, it made him look like an absolute colossus, yeah. like a big giant man. <laughs> and also, my, my, um, my theory around the one short sleeve, one long sleeve thing is, Prandelli's obviously said to them look we're playing three at the back we're going to confuse them as much as we can so grow a beard get yeah. one sleeve long one sleeve short mm. they don't know what the hell's mm. going on <laughs> and it sort of, it sort of works yeah, well, again we'll, we'll talk about that um, in due course I'm going to go for England's discipline yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was there. It's the progress I wanted, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. Hellfire. Um uh, so uh, well we've got to give out the points. Um I'm not, you confuse me, Pete and Luke, with 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 the, the whole Italy thing. So for the first time ever I'm gonna give you both the points. Oh, thanks. oh. oh. Points, yeah. So rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, one thing that definitely was an Italian loving, basically. <laughs> one thing that definitely wasn't my highlight was yes. the fact that we appear to have taken a backward step. I know it's n- not FIFA oh, I know what you're gonna say. No ball on a pedestal. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. get the ball off the pedestal and say it's game time. It doesn't matter yeah. what happens for the rest of the tournament, it's probably been a failure. Yeah, Tainted. That's annoying. Yeah. You listen anyway, but get that sorted. I love that bit. There has been some good violence though, so you know, swings and not from us as well. <laughs> really, yeah. we, uh, you know, country's gone at the dogs. Um, so uh, we're going to start with England versus France, and it ended one all. And England did look very disciplined. It was perhaps the performance that, that we realistically mm. hoped for. We got we got our ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was nine, nine minutes. Was nine minutes, nine minutes was, yeah, between the goals. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but but England started. You know, pretty relaxed, pretty confident. A couple of uh, banks of four that, that worked quite well. Yeah, well, it was, that's what we were expecting, wasn't it? They played in the way we expected, but just with more success. Mm. I suppose. Really. And I was very impressed with the discipline of Gerard as well. A lot of been, yeah. a lot of people have spoken about his sort of royal Rovers antics, us included. And he put in a real captain's performance, a real shift. I mean, I, to be perfectly honest, I know Gerard's not been great in England shirt, and we've talked about that before, and many people have. But I'd say that was one of his best performances for him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think going into the game, uh, we mentioned it uh, on the last show, and I mentioned it a bit on Twitter on the Football Ramble Twitter account as well. The two, the two key areas were Gerard's discipline mm-hmm. and John Terry at that right centre back position. Mm. I think they both Terry did very well as well. Both Terry looked so solid. Yeah. yeah, what he did very well is I mean, you need to take into account the heat as well. He looked very yeah. hot there. Yep. Roy Hodgson had a real bead on before the game <laughs> <even> started. Um, <laughs> but the, the, what, they, what they did do well is, like, as you said, Mark. Because they had these two banks of four, um, but they they picked their tackles very well. They picked when to nick the ball and when not to. Yeah. I, I mean, there was a few mistakes. They gave a few free yeah, away, yeah, but yeah. On, on the whole, <laughs> it's ninety minutes of football. It was fine. Yeah. And, and the good thing was, again, the transitional play because you've got um, Oxlade Chamberlain and Young and Wilbert with yeah. a bit of pace. You can you can really hit. Yeah. Them. Wilbert was Chamberlain another that really shone. Yeah. Well, he, well, he worked really really hard. He, he was sort of do, fulfilling that um, Drogba in the uh, Champions <laughs> yeah. League final. To yeah. Left Barca wing back in front of the fullback. Yeah. And, but also like um, the Ox looked really excitable and. Yeah, yeah. probably one of our few creative outlets. Yeah. Just, yeah. We didn't weren't pulled offside every five minutes. You know, we might have uh, got nicked a couple of goals. Yeah, the linesman was a bit generous with a couple of. What do you think of the referee then? Because the, the ITV were obviously pursuing a sort of anti-referee agenda, but we all watched the game together. I don't. Mm. I mean, there was a few dodgy decisions, but I don't think we really picked up. I, thought, two, I think no, two, there was two a few bad decisions picks. really stand out, which is when Gerard was fouled on the box and when Glenn Johnson was just barged off the ball by Frank Ribery yeah. on the right wing. For, me, both in the, second for half. the Gerard decision, though, I think his reputation preceded him to yeah. a certain extent. <clears throat> was that referee uh, Rizzoli, the Italian? It was, wasn't it? Because I think he managed, I think he refereed the Milan Milan derby the four oh, two he? recently. I remember doing all right in that game, particularly. Well, you know, peaks and troughs. But um, yeah. uh, no, it, it, look, two or three little free kick decisions. Mm. If you miss, what, if you're missing open goals, you can't be. Well, about the I mean, well, that's it. England. I mean, they, they, as we thought, they soaked up the pressure quite nicely. Look very then, comfortable and, doing it, and as they well, look which very is something they're often not. 
been comfortable with. Well, we talked about other teams' defences, you know, and we will obviously come on to them when we go um, through our roundup of round one of the games. Um, but England's defence looked very good. Mm. And, uh, okay, well, as you said, once or twice maybe. But some of Glenn Johnson's covering was very good. Yeah, Glenn yeah, Johnson, much more. I think Tori, uh, Tori, or Torres, Tori Terry, <laughs> or Terry, uh, sort of lunged in, and I think it was down to him to uh, cover. And he did. And a he did. Job well, Glenn Johnson's well. recovery pace is superb. Yeah, I think it's just it's like other parts of his game aren't that great. And it was it was heartening to see when. We went down to one all. Um, we brought on a couple of offensive players rather than um, yes. sort of trying to yeah. just stifle the midfield a little bit, which you'd expect, yeah. kind of expect them to do. Which kind of gives, like psychologically, the other team something to think about rather than just sort of That's right, they're right. packing it. Well, let's get getting, out wide. We were getting a bit bogged down, weren't we? And I think yeah. that was the right thing to do. Mm. I, I mean, the thing we've talked about quite a lot on this show. I mean, over the years, we've we've talked quite um, well at length, really, with, about um, Samuel and Lucio and used them as an example. And That's said, right. Well, you can defend deep if you want without mm. panicking. Mm. Just mm. because you're defending deep doesn't mean you. You're panicking yeah. you're inviting everything onto you and yeah. you're going to lose the game it's like, like a last resort what it means well, what it can mean is you're comfortable with the ball at your feet quite right. to the goal and you can use it properly and mm. and as you said actually Marcus halfway through the game I think it was you said you know they're, given, they're losing the ball occasionally maybe 10 or 15 yards into their own half but at least not lumping it into the corner yeah. and yeah. fighting pressure back on them because psychologically that's, that's very right. demanding there was a period right. where they started to do that and that was when Hodgson made the changes so it was almost as if he was <laughs> aware that this sort of this kind of default setting had crept back as, in as that's when said, he shifted things up a as little. you said Jim, the, you know I was like oh what are they doing and you just went England are back yeah. <laughs> and, when, and when Hart has such a great performance because he, he is quite a commanding goalkeeper mm. it kind of when he, the actual goal went in forefront he sort of thought oh I thought he could have done a little bit with that because you know yeah, he, it was yeah. his, he, it was on the right right hand side of the goal. He made an excellent save in. just before that yes. though, yeah. from the header. To be fair to Hart though, I mean Sam and Asri's shot did come through a sort of a forest of legs. You know, it was. I, a I think Ribery that purpose. You, Ribery he's movement. intelligent enough to do it. You see the way he positions himself. It's yeah. almost like he's doing that on purpose. Mm. But I thought Gerard and Parker gave the defence um, a lot of protection. And what I think I thought they did really well was they invited it on, invited it on, and, and the tackling I thought was great at times. And they were just nicked the ball and they were away and in the first half you know Milner was sent through and rounded the keeper and missed uh, but a couple of times you know just when we got the ball in between France's uh, midfield and defence you know we, we looked quite likely mm. we found I mean listen there were gaps between the, the, their defence and midfield which we found quite readily yeah. Yeah. yeah, we found those more readily than I sort of anticipated yeah. and more readily than I thought France would give up and yeah, let's get it in perspective it's a very hot day a hot evening and France is the strongest team in the group uh, you know, we're gonna if we want to progress, we're gonna face stronger teams. But, you know, it's the first competitive international Royal Hosts have ever managed. Yeah. Yeah. So, and a lot of those players, it's their first match at a tournament. Yeah, Hart, slow Harker. pitch as well. Slow pitch yeah. as well. Yeah, that's right. Which Hart, I think actually played into our hands. I think you know the heat and obviously the, the grass did look a little bit long, and it slowed the game down a little, which uh, which certainly benefited England. Gives us time to sort of regroup. And that sort Absolutely, of yeah. Hmm. Um, Les Scott opening his account yeah. with an English <laughs> yeah. goal. Yeah. Yeah, what ball it was in from Gerard? Yes, absolutely superb. Les Scott found himself in a great position, and well, uh, he just sort of stepped forward and yeah. Yeah. away from his let the ball up. hit off his head. It was Diara just start. wasn't bothered, was he? No, it's so interesting because Diara I've seen in the past, and he, and he was at times this game as well. It's such a threat attacking set pieces. Yeah. What he had to well, I mean, yeah, he, he forced a very good save out of Joe Hart, and then we were quite lucky that but he Les missed the follow up. 
yeah. for the goal. He's, he's, right? he's 20 times bigger than any other player yeah. on the field. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I was screaming at Young and, uh, and uh, Oxley Chamberlain when they found themselves a couple of occasions. It didn't happen very often, but a couple mm. of occasions on the break. Yeah. Lump it 15 yards past him and I leg know. it round him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's <clears> rangy, <throat> but he's not rapid. Mm. You know. And Oxley Chamberlain would have him on toast if he, mm. if he did that. But maybe it's the pitch and the fact that yeah. Oxley Chamberlain is inexperienced. I think you, know, you didn't really see the raw pace of either of those players. Again, possibly because of the pitch and the conditions. So, yeah. But also, though, you've got to remember. It's the first game of the tournament. Yeah, yeah. there's been a lot of talk about. Great start. It's a great start. First game of the tournament. And we've played one, bef- one before. Yeah, in the, the Euros. Exactly. The, the um, you know, you're playing against the, the best team in the group, really, mm. and a team that people say could go out in the first round, could win it. Well, if you're saying a team could win it, then they're decent. Yeah. And they've got two of the most uh, wonderful attacking players that Europe have to offer in Benzema yeah. and, and Ribery, and then and, well, Nazri could argue as well. Well, and that, so, a ridiculous goal from Nazri. So good. Oh yeah. So it so was, good. I mean, it's one of those you've just got to accept you're going to concede goals like yeah. that sometimes it's a moment of magic so you, you've got all those things um, into consideration it's a hot day as you say one thing and another and so Oxley chamberlain the thought of whacking it past the fullback and legging 10-20 yards or whatever it might not be the first thought in their mind no. you know yeah. and especially as you've got a goal up you, okay yeah, let's, let, shape, let's take it easy and then one all let's not mm. be silly here so you take that confidence and Hodgson will say right that was, that was excellent It'll take a lot of positives now what are we going to do for the next game let's keep the shape yeah. keep that shape and keep the discipline but in, against Sweden you'll have a little bit more joy and go and express yourself just that bit more and you grow into the tournament yeah well they, they were rattled after the goal it was for, yeah. for, a, for a good five ten minute spell mm. uh, they, as we were saying it was like the old England were back yeah. and they were sort of lumping balls and mm. making sort of rash decisions not really thinking about what they were doing yeah but but they they banished it you know yeah. they, they got back into their rhythm and they, they stuck to the game plan I thought generally you know you, you, I think you can put that down to being the sort of first game and nervousness and what not but I th- think they've, they've clearly got a plan we said on the show last week we were hoping that because they'd had, had such a short amount of time to work with Roy Hodgson the plan's going to be very clear and they're going to have to stay with it and not mm. deviate from it and it looks like that's what's happening and it's an English system and, and also as, as time goes on the confidence comes from the, the sort of how well the system works that's right if, if Hodgson a lot of the way Hodgson will get his confidence and get the players sort of trust as well will be look after four or five games competitive games if we're lucky at this tournament um, look, the system works. You can see it, mm-hmm. works. The and they'll become works. more comfortable, and they'll yeah. be able to express themselves within it. Exactly. And, and if you take those positives into the Sweden game, it's not going to be as hot in Kiev. It's no. about five or six, maybe seven degrees. And it's an evening cooler. game. It's an evening game, and Sweden aren't France. Sweden have mm. got a dangerous player, yeah, they, they, and they, they can hurt so. us. But they're no France, you know. So there's a lot of positives to be taken. You get, as Gerard said in this post-match interview, if you, if you go four points after two games, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, a lot of positives and and whatnot, and uh, and Roy seems he's. Very relaxed in the role, very assured, yeah. hmm. and it and it gives me a lot of assurance as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to yeah. see a good bloke in charge of England who looks as though he's got a plan. I'm I'm loving the realistic expectations around yeah. England. We've campaigned for it for years, <laughs> and it's happening. <laughs> I, I sort of wonder whether France really knew too much about how to break us down. I, I think I think they saw the two banks of four. Well, actually, realistically, it was the four and then the two, and occasionally the wingers touch. Right, but, yeah, but. France almost sort of seemed to think well what do we do with this you know they, I don't remember them having too many shots for a long range no. they didn't resort to that well no they had a couple of, they had a couple yeah. but like, Joe Hart well, made a couple of really, simple really saves well, yeah, but they were more speculative if you they, can right? restrict the likes of Benzema and Ribéry to 25-30 yard shots yeah. I think that's pretty good yeah 
because they're going to get chances you can't play a 90 minute match against a, a top side with, with great players and not expect them to have anything yeah. you know? and nobody dived in in the 18 yard box which yeah. is you know we've you know we've found ourselves on the back foot due to stuff That's like that right. and we've still got time. Rooney yeah. to come back exactly Milner cheated as well which I've been campaigning <laughs> <Yeah>. for <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When he, what was that when he, when he wasn't fouled but he stayed down yeah. so just the French having a look to see <laughs> if the ref was uh, going to give it the bush gets if you will yeah, yeah. absolutely and England hadn't put out the ball for France previously no. so France was I felt yeah. really sorry for Milner because uh, <laughs> he, looked, he, he put a shift in yeah, he's, he's he an really absolute did. work call like, it, oh, every God. time the subs ball went up he was, he was looking <laughs> over the, the, the last sub he was like I don't believe <laughs> come on what have I got he, to do he, to earn my substitution yeah. he worked like a builder didn't yeah, he, he did, in that yeah. Yeah. he's having a pint of strongbow yeah. right now he's got, he's got his high vis on <laughs> like still yeah yeah, yeah indeed. <laughs> well uh, for the next England game we'll be there we yeah, were in Sweden in, in, in Kiev. Um, BBC aren't going. <laughs> no. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we are filling in for them um, unofficially. So I was thinking about giving Ash your license. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we could do Doctor Who. Mm. In, indeed. Um, so, well, uh, our positive start for England then. Yes, we're all happy yes. It's a platform. We're all happy yeah. And we're all about platforms. Now, uh, well, let's go back to day one of, of the championships in Group A, where Poland entertained Greece. What a great game it was it to was, kick off the tournament, really I personally think. I mean, yeah. it was goals, sendings off, mm. um, a penalty miss. <laughs> it was <laughs> a lot of fun. Usually the opening day of, of a championship, you know, or the opening game rather, is, is a little bit of a damp Drab, squid. It, yeah. Not Just that one. A damp like, squid. <laughs> yeah, squids are often damp because they're in the sea. <laughs> yeah, they need to be. Well, um, Luke sort of said last week that you know um, at the start of every tournament they always um, you have three or four games where the referee cracks down and he more certainly certainly oh, cracked down oh, yeah. bloody Nora um, <laughs> Papas de Topopolis that would yeah. do yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> forgive me or, David uh, Acropolis <laughs> uh, I, I've resorted to using his Socrates first name. Socrates yeah. we'll call him um, the Greek man I'm yeah. going with <laughs> yeah, he that, was, that referee the Spaniard he's, he's dished out so many cards in the league of the I would like to suggest that um, Socrates uh, didn't even commit a foul let no, alone absolutely. get a booking I, 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 well you've gone further than me because I was perfectly willing to come on this show and say the first one wasn't even a foul yeah. no. definitely not absolutely and the second not. one you've seen not given this foul yeah. yeah but two bookings and he's away so it made me worry it was going to be like the World Cup where people were going to be getting yellow cards and eventually getting sent off for all kinds of stupid stuff but it's died down since then mm. which is a, a good thing I mean the, the red card for Chesney in the same game was, game was utterly deserved well yeah I mean, well, but, not even Chesney can uh, no, okay. but I mean, Poland started um, very, very lively, and, and Lewandowski scored, which didn't surprise any of us, of course, with the great season he's had with Dortmund, as mm. you're sure you've heard a thousand and one times. <laughs> and he headed it down, Jim. Yes, he did. Yeah. Textbook. Uh, I was, think, it was I think Halkis, who I've seen play at Portsmouth, I think he played about six or seven games for Portsmouth, and he was dreadful. Mm. Uh, his debut was in the, um, the South Coast Derby against Southampton, and he was shocking. Mm. I couldn't believe Positioning was just like, oh, ah. well, yeah. <laughs> it made it so easy for Lewandowski. Yeah. That play, yeah. A striker of that quality will wrap that up all day. Yeah. And I'd like to single pound out for special credit actually because it's a massive deal for them it's the first yeah. time I posted the tournament they're on, on display in front of the world they want to put a good impression across and they're under I think probably quite crippling pressure against a team that weren't fans to do anything at all mm. and they and they and okay I didn't get a win but they played well I thought Lewandowski played well I thought um, Blazikowski played well mm. too as did Obrania they did play well but I think the problem they have is that they don't look like they suit having the upper hand they're a team that are very much used to playing on the back foot and sort of trying to get stuff out of games and when they were on top against Greece they didn't really know how to capitalise on it they made some well, quite that, sloppy yeah. rash they decisions gone a lot of the time but um, yeah, they, they, they let counts, Greece back in but I mean uh, you know 1-0 at half time Greece are down to 10 men um, Poland must have thought brilliant this is a, th a, th a vital three points yeah. um, and then came on Salpengaitis 
Oh God, for the Greeks who had a wonderful afternoon. He was at the centre of everything good Greeks did. I couldn't believe. I I don't know that much about him. I think he plays for PA okay, but he um, he was at the centre of everything they did well. He won the penalty. He scored the goal. goal. (laughs) Had a goal disallowed, rightly. The the, the goal was. Oh, sorry. Rather, the um, the the penalty was a great move from the Greeks. I mean, uh, uh, Sabangaidis. He made a great run. I think he, I think it was him who played it back to the midfielder. Popped it over, lovely. Mm. And uh, Chesney's come out, and, and they forced him into that foul. Mm. And it, was, it was superb play it from was, the Greeks. It was very similar to what um, happened to David James in the Euro 2004 yeah. against France, where he had yeah. to make the foul. There's nothing he could do. That's right. He couldn't stop himself. But Sal Sal yeah. just ticked all the entertainment boxes, didn't he? He did. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like Louis Spence. But yeah, he had, he had a great time. But you know, a one nil down and down to ten men, you could have never have seen Greece doing that and no. people, have, people have slagged them off and said oh blimey they're boring defensive and all the rest of it full credit to them on that, mm. on that in that game they, they really took it to the polls I hope Spence and Gidus um, starts <laughs> yes. in the next game because uh, he's certainly said, earned that we said this before and we'll probably come on to mention it uh, with Ireland shortly when you set your team up like that as Greece always do it's a 4-3-3 mm. three, three, isn't it but they, they, they pack the bottom 4-5-1 yeah, yeah yeah pretty much um, when you go a goal down it's almost like what are you going to do because yeah, yeah. you've almost played for a nil-nil and hope you can nick well, you bring on Louis Spence you bring on Louis Spence <laughs> 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 who'd have thought that would be the answer <laughs> yeah <laughs> other managers around the world like, I wish I thought of that yeah. <laughs> um, actually, actually I thought the Polish fans were exceptional as well yeah. so loud just mm. it was good the atmosphere oh. was electric and it, it, there, it, there's been some odd atmospheres in the grounds as well again yeah. I'm sure we'll come and, on and, to and, and Chesney I did, li- I did uh, find it I like that moment where he knows he's off he just sort of went, yeah, and, and he actually patted, uh, um, you know, uh, Salpingardis on the back, and was like, yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah. And then on come uh, Titonier and saved the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His name's spelt Titan in English, yeah, I know, but yeah. it's not pronounced that. Which I was, Sh- he was a Titan. Karagunas sort of pulled rank in on Salpingardis. I thought Salpingardis should have taken it. Yeah. I don't know if Karagunas is the penalty taker. Mm. Well, he's nice. their most experienced player by a long, long way, isn't it? I would imagine that he is. He's got extra experience at missing penalties now. Indeed, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice height for the goalkeeper as well. But you know, Poland will be slightly worried because Mark Bright thought it was a good penalty. <laughs> I think Mark Wright's a knob. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it, 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 in the corner. I think it sounded right but it didn't go in, did it? Which is <laughs> <laughs> the main sort of barometer for a good penalty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it, will the, I mean, the polls might be quite worried because that really is two points dropped. And they've got the mighty Russians in the next mm, game of the And they were emphatic. Yeah. 4 1 against uh, the, the Czech Republic. They look good, especially on the break. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, they broke. quick. Yeah. And, and they seem to exploit. Space like no other they team did. I've seen in the first round of games. And they, and they fair, though, the, yeah. the Czechs are not the team they've been in the past. It's, it's not four-one. Um, I know it's I know it's four-one, you know? but I think Poland, you know, will have a decent chance against the Czech, against the Czech Republic. To be true, honest. but think of the chances that um, um, uh, Kursikov missed on his own. I've yeah. never yeah. seen such a banana-footed player. They, <laughs> they they flew out the traps. It was like they couldn't wait to get started. And yeah. they, their movement was sensational. I mm. thought they, I mean, they would give. I know it's not a big shout, but they would give a lot of teams problems with that movement. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, going forward, they're irresistible. On the break, yeah. Well, James Appel has been tipping um, Jagoyev to be, yeah, to be something special for well, quite a while. Already he got a break. Uh, yeah, as he's uh, one to watch the tournament and immediately proven right. What a player he is! The thing I liked about him is that he's obviously shown um, promise in the past, and this is probably the big stage where he's going to mature. But it means so much to him. You oh see yeah, how much he loved it when he second was, goal in particular. Yeah, believe his like, well, loving it. I think he was probably saying that's how you bloody put it away because Kersikov missed so many didn't he and Pavlichenko's goal was a great lovely one yeah Yeah, it's the sort of thing though if he'd missed that you'd be absolutely furious with him that was a proper sort of selfish FIFA goal yeah (laughs) (laughs) and and, uh, as we said uh, Ashavin had a great game as well prick (laughs) (laughs) the <laughs> 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 well, Pavlyuchenko's goal was like we're three one out. Let me do what I want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let me have one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I tell you what, the um, uh, Pilar was it for the Czechs? Yeah, that's that a great goal. It's a lovely little tuck and finish, wasn't mm. it? 
Um, but not enough Not nearly It enough. was a boob job of a goal <laughs> <laughs> was. But I mean Russia if, if we assume And it may be wrong to assume at this stage But if they do win the group They're going to face a difficult game In the quarter final That'll be delish yeah. mm. But who did, they play, who did they play last time In the quarter finals It was a Holland one that they it beat was. Them. was that group B you're talking about It is group B Well yeah. let's go there yeah. Because the Danes have uh, In the words of Was it um, Jonathan Pearce or was it one of the commentators? Oh, the greatest upset in the history of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even the Danish manager was like, we're eighth in the world. Yeah. Or, is it eighth or ninth? They're ninth. But the they're top ten. Yeah. They are top ten. And they won their oh, qualifying group. It's not that much. Above it is, Portugal. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and it, they've won this competition before. Exactly. Yeah. Not that long ago. Exactly. Yeah. It is an upset. But and Nicholas Bentner plays for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they're bound to get something. Um, but yeah, Crondelli were the only goal of the game. I like, see one of the things I love about the Euros is players like Crondelli who I'd never heard of yeah. just popping up and doing something brilliant that's right that's right and you'll always remember him now yeah, like absolutely. a pop quiz question wasn't it yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. which Cron um, yeah no uh, uh, Holland started uh, uh, with a front four uh, Schneider behind Van Persie Robin and Affalai um, on, on the wings and they had 28 attempts at goal yeah it was like someone had put a curse on them he really right in front was. of goal it was absolutely ludicrous the du- I mean the Dutch will be pig sick because they should have won the game there's no doubt about that and that is, that's the kind of game you win that you go into the Germany game thinking have we got a point we're, st- we're still yeah. on very much uh, going into the Portuguese game uh, even if we lose against the Germans uh, they lose against Germany they're out yeah. Yeah. is it not yeah, you, you know, unless there's yeah. an incredible I think yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah. the case you know, normally you lose two games and that's, and that's you out um, and really I mean you would be so frustrated as a Dutch fan wouldn't you mm. I thought Schneider played well I thought, I thought he'd be, he's probably the best I've seen him play for a while I thought Affleck played well as well I mean I didn't think know. he was getting any penetration mm. he's been quite frustrating he was getting on the ball quite a lot but I don't think he really sort of delivered when he, as well as he could as well as I've seen him in the past but that said he has been out injured hasn't he yeah. in all sorts of time off so. I mean Van Persie had a couple of absolute shockers in oh, front of goal he's, he's yeah. just, his control was woeful and Huntelaar towards the end as well missed a really good chance so they, I mean, there's been a lot of call in Holland for Huntelaar to start ahead of Van Persie I imagine that's what they'll do because you know there is no time to lose now and um, they won't drop Schneider because politically apparently that's just suicide for the manager yeah but he's a, he's a class player as well you can't, yeah. but you can't rely on penalty, penalties all the time they've got enough <laughs> class to put that team yeah. away this was yeah Van Marwick was angry the Dutch weren't given a penalty he said what made this defeat unacceptable was that we were not given a 1000% clear penalty 1000% <laughs> yeah mm. um, I, I would it say was a penalty yeah it was a penalty but I would think Van Marwick's probably taking the heat off his own players there mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but at the end of the game I mean the Danes looked quite comfortable I mean there was a couple of times where I thought hold it in the corner and they never mm. you know and, and, and they were knocking it, uh, the ball about quite well you know Denmark they played well we can't um, take that away from them they soaked up the pressure well I thought they did but, they um, could see a 28 attempts <laughs> well, yeah, true true but I mean at the end of the game Holland had of course you know Schneider and, and Van Persie on the pitch uh, you know Huntelaar Van der Vaart Dirk Cow uh, as well and the trouble was they threw I mean they had a flipping front six or whatever it was Robin hit the post as well didn't he he did in the yeah. first half but they had so many on that when Denmark came out of defence with the ball there was only old Van Bommel there yeah. They, they had so much room to, to take the pressure off themselves. But, 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 Van, Van Bommel got a booking, of course, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. of course. He gets yeah. one when he starts. That's right. I, I was, there's, um, there's been talk that um, after World Cup 2010, that people are saying, I haven't seen enough of them to sort of justify this, but people are saying that he shouldn't play with two holders. He should play with one holder. Yeah. Probably De Jong. Move it's Van a waste Bommel of the, old now. It's a waste yeah. of the attacking talent they've got. Yeah, I, I, it think, is. I think that's probably true. So who would you have there? Maybe Van der Vaart in with Snyder? Yeah, or is that Van a bit der Vaart too... played a lot in qualifying, didn't he? Mm. I, I think that. Um, 
one thing is for absolute certain that next game against Germany is going to be a humdinger My, they've got to win yeah. it. Well, at the very <laughs> least they've got to not lose it well, I tell you what if they're 2-0 down with 20 minutes to go red cards are plenty you know what yeah. I mean get your own play red card <laughs> it's going to be a war yeah. <laughs> that's crazy though to think the Dutch could go out in the next game yeah it is I mean l- looking back at Denmark again as well I yep. think Christian Eriksen was very well marshalled out of the game but he, he was, was. Uh, he didn't he did, it was disappointing really mm. um, hopefully we'll see a bit more of him in the competition as it, yeah. as it goes I th- through I think a lot of these players fine I mean especially if they're young and actually Oxo Chambers said it in the post-match interview they used to have a bit of space and they come up against really sort of experienced hard-nosed international players yeah, everywhere you look tournament and they don't get hardly any time yeah, and yeah. they're not used to it and I think as, as young players I mean rarely you have a few that don't like Rooney was a, was a good example but gen- generally they need time to develop and, and sort of exp- yeah. the experience of yeah. finding space for themselves you yeah. know? it's a completely different set of circumstances isn't it which you have to once again get used to and gain that experience within mm. and also I mean Ericsson's going to a into a team who aren't really fancy they haven't got no, an amazing yeah. amount of quality around him like he's used to at Ajax so. well, they could go through though next round yeah, of games. Uh, Portugal's a wonderful yeah. game it's a very, very strange atmosphere at the game because it was another one that was only about two thirds full I mean there was an entire side mm. uh, one of the sort of bigger sides um, at the, at the, the widthways um, of the pitch where there was just no one in it straight and just absolutely well, well all just faulted sides yes. well you were saying Jimmy you didn't think the atmosphere was good enough for the game we saw. yeah it made the game seem like it was duller than it actually was does that make sense yeah you know, no, it, it was a visibly good game that no one seemed raw, to be getting you know. excited about it, yeah. was, it was made for a very strange atmosphere I just yeah. love the way that how the, the whole uh, competition has begun and how um, international competitions no matter what happens they always um, wrong foot uh, or put on the back foot sponsors because you know the Dutch <laughs> have been all over this uh, yeah. you know all yeah. the Italian stuff they've been we've been seeing player <laughs> after player after player yeah. and it's just like aha <laughs> Denmark has beat you yeah. <laughs> Hummel have beaten Noik <laughs> 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 Speaking of sponsors, you know, obviously McDonald's are the official sponsor. I've seen like uh, photos of Burger King logos. Yeah. Instead of saying Burger King in the middle of the logo, it says, We can't show our logo. 100 metres this way. <laughs> Brilliant. Because <laughs> the sign is so red. But you all know what it is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's also worth pointing out that uh, Jetro Willems for Holland started and became the youngest player ever to play at the Championships, beating Enzo Schifo's record set in 1984. If he can yeah. have a career like Schifo did, he'd be loving it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought or he a career okay. like Jethro. Yeah, I, I thought he did okay. Um, uh, will the Germans put out the Dutch in the next round? That's a big question. Was, they will be they will be so keen to do that, won't they? Because such a oh, typical German thing to imagine. do. Right? <laughs> you see yeah. that Holland? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's move on to Germany, uh, who beat Portugal one mm. 0 Mario Gomez with a header. Um, I. Do you know what? Dare I say? I thought Portugal deserved probably at least a point. Varela miss. Mm. No, I, I, thought, I thought Portugal I've, edged it. No, I don't think they did. They didn't I get think a the goal. Last, te- last ten, last twenty, where they just sort of went, we need to do something here. But yeah, exactly. Right. I, th- I thought they set up for a draw, which is absolute suicide really com- in that group. But they never, they look really cut. Co- apart from the goal, they look really comfortable. Germany never created anything. No, but P- Portugal didn't create anything, did they? I can't. No, I but don't they, think. But they did. I mean, Pepe hit the underside of the bar just before the first That's half. A great first touch. One of the best first touches I've ever seen in the centre back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Brazilian doesn't count. Yeah, uh, you know true. my thoughts on this. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Varela, of course, at the end. Um, uh, Nani had a couple of shots. Blocked. There was. They hit the bar again in the second yeah, half. But again, more you're going to have shots blocked against the team well, like Germany. No, you know but I, mean? I don't ha- think they went out well, to try and win the game enough to deserve well, it, true, anything but, from uh, it. Well, if you try that against Germany, you're going to get punished. Let me let me lighten the mood by saying Cristiano Ronaldo doesn't have a tantrum. 
Yeah. <laughs> I thought Ronaldo actually worked his bollocks off and really yeah. deserved more from his well, teammates. He was isolated, you know. Yeah, like, I, like I'm pretty sure he thought that as well. <laughs> 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 I stormed down the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. The, the problem Portugal have is there's too great a disparity between their sort of really good players and their kind of players that are maybe a little bit lucky to be in that Boiler side yeah there's a, they've got a lot of kind of kind of workman like players in there which doesn't Postiga. suit the style they're trying to play Postiga is a great example yeah. of that do you, not, do you not just think it's a lot simpler than that they just need a good quality striker well and they've never they've and when Nelson Oliveira came out he looked really bright yeah. but I, I mean it's probably come too soon for very this. very inexperienced you have to go I back to Eusebio is there not an, get him back is there not an argument to even play Ronaldo up front he scores so many goals he's obviously well, got that in his locker but yeah. I, I, I think I yes but I, I also think that that's probably a question that's been broached by Bahala Bento and, he's, and Ronaldo said no I don't want to do it mm. and the, the other thing Bahala Bento's done don't forget is he is you said there's, there's players around that you know aren't maybe of great quality um, he's fallen out of Carvalho and fallen out of Bosingwa and they, won't, mm. they don't want to be selected well, yeah. now okay Bosingwa's not a player he was but he's a Champions League winner twice over yeah. and Carvalho's excellent on his day yeah. it's, and, and, that's, and that's a factor but having said that I thought defensively they looked solid and actually um, you know Andy Brassel um, European football journalist and, and friend of the Ramble. You know, he's he's in the Portuguese camp at the moment, and he said they that don't know he's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, he's he's in an air duct. I've, I've, in blown, sky, I've, blown, I've blown his cover. Yeah. Um, he said, you know, that I don't think the Portuguese could, could have envisaged the game going any better. Really? That's what? Yeah, that's what he thought. Yeah. You know, and I, I I honestly thought they deserved a point, and they could have nicked it. And yeah. had they have maybe. Gone at Germany. I mean, look at. I mean, Germany's midfield consisted of Kadirish, Feinsteiger, Müller, Özil, and Podolski. That is decent. Yeah. And and yet Portugal, I thought, looked a bit better in possession. Yeah. I Germany didn't create much, but they still won. Yeah, but this is. I don't think they did enough with it. That's the. Well, it's meaningless when you know. The, but the thing is, though, mate, if, you know. But it's not meaningless if you take the pressure off your defence. Think, really. think of the margins, though. The, the, put, it in, put it another way: if Pepe's goal, which bounced on the line, goes in, right, mm. that's one on. You go. That's a brilliant draw for Portugal. No, one nil. Oh, well, well, I assume the game finished one 0 oh, Well, okay. But what I was going to say was that um, Varela had that chance. Yeah. That if he had a bit of composure, maybe a bit more experience, he'd have taken a touch there, and they would have bombed past him and he'd slot it into an open mm. net. But Portugal will see the Denmark game and say, okay, Denmark got a good result, but we can still beat them. Yeah. And now. They'll take great heart from Holland losing as well, so they've got a decent chance. They do well, yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought Fabio Coentrao had a good game. Yeah, he did. I think he's an excellent he's fullback. Decent, yeah. He really is. And, and what I think's great about Coentrao is, you know, if you play Ronaldo, I mean, he's not in front of him per se because Ronaldo's going to roam, isn't he? But he does mm. free that kind of flank up, doesn't he? The, well, there's a, there's a Danny Alves quality to him yes. where he'll play a side of the pitch yeah. rather than a sort of position with like on it. Well, at one point, like Mourinho was playing him in like midfield, wasn't he, mm. for Madrid? Yeah, which was probably strange. Yeah. But um, I think he's done very well, given that he's playing in quite close proximity to the most terrifying man in the world, Bruno Alves. Yeah. <laughs> who looks like he, if he did, if he made a mistake, he'll eat your heart. Absolutely. Alves and Pepe at the centre back. <laughs> no wonder they didn't create. It. I'm not going near them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. take a point, you know. But, but Gomez had other ideas, and that is it is for Germany, isn't it? They don't create anything. Blah blah blah. They've won one nil. If you, if you give Gomez if, the thing about Gomez is you switch off for 10 seconds against Gomez mm. he gets a chance of score mm. yeah, and, he'll, and he'll be deceptively sort of quiet won't he over and over again and any chance he'll just put it away didn't in the Champions League final no. did he <laughs> <laughs> that's probably, that's probably but how many other goals did he score yeah no season? fair enough he's yeah. little different with a false sense of security I just saw you on telly like a couple of weeks ago being a bit gashed to be honest <laughs> being Crispin Glover from Back to the Future <laughs> <laughs> um, the German FA have been handed a disciplinary by UEFA due to their fans throwing 
missiles or paper as most people call it um, at one of the Portuguese players taking a corner did you see Russia see their yeah. fans <laughs> they were yeah. missiles Croatia their fists yeah. Yeah. Croatian missiles with tables <laughs> yeah, yeah and chairs yeah I thought it was a bit harsh a few fans throwing a, I mean you obviously don't want them throwing bits of paper but, do you reckon, do you reckon but they're always cracking down on the right things aren't they yeah. <laughs> do you reckon that the, uh, the what was written on the paper Sorry, did somebody just do a blow off Right, <laughs> yeah, that is it. Yeah, charge two year ban. Good to see Croatian fans channeling the spirit of uh, Charleroi, isn't it? Yeah. Using yeah. the old uh, patio furniture, <laughs> 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 a weapon of choice. Right then. Well, let's go on to Group C, where the, the Croatians are. But we've got to talk about Italy versus Spain first and foremost. For my money, the game of the tournament so far. Oh, definitely. Oh, absolutely. Fun. Let's talk about the Italians. Three, five, two. Libero, yeah. wing backs, Pirlo. Oh. Balotelli and Cassano up front <laughs> Sven managing they're my first team now yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought they were great the uh, yeah. first half um Got the better of it against Spain, would you say? They look really mobile. They look a hell of a lot more mobile than, than Spain. And, and Spain are one of those ones where they do use the space more effectively, and they do sort of support one another. But they just look. The Italians look quicker and and a, ta- a quick Italian side. I mean, yeah. come on. But I, I, th- I think that uh, Maggio was excellent. I thought he, he really done. Well, Giacarini. Yeah, Giacarini was, was good Who, as well. Making his debut. Yeah, no. <laughs> now he's he's, he's normally five foot two as well. He's normally an attacking midfielder. So, and uh, making his debut as a wing back against Spain against Spain yeah, yeah. <laughs> wonderful yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, wonderful performance that is absolutely top work from him um, uh, and PK versus Balotelli for me was just a lot of fun yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. nice wasn't it at one point he, when Balotelli punched the ground I thought if PK had rolled over there <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> his fist would have gone through him that would be dead <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think PK would, would be blissfully unaware for the rest of his life how close to death he was <laughs> Luke you want to talk about De Rossi Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as, as I mentioned a bit at the top of the show, he's, um, it was just great to see him there. I just, I was just thinking at one point during the beginning of that game, the amount of quality they've got at the oh. back is obscene because Pirlo was dropping so deep. And they've had a couple of injuries as well. Yeah, they had, uh, more than a couple. Yeah, and I thought they were excellent at the back. It's an unusual good. system, isn't it? I think it took the Spanish a while to get their heads around it. I still think well, the Spanish I, system wasn't. Uh, well, actually, <laughs> equally <laughs> unconventional. It was, Craig it was just it was two midfields just yeah. battling each other at the top. It's yeah. really Craig strange. Craig Levine-esque, as everyone's yeah. been saying. Trailblazer. Yeah. Had to be said. Had yeah. to be said. I, I think that... Um I think I still think the Spain thing. It's funny how like so Italy have had a lot of injuries and they're playing against the world champions and the European champions. So I think we'll, we'll try something a bit different, you know. Mm. And I applaud them for that. But Spain have got absolutely no excuse for playing those strikers. I don't no. understand the point of it. Very weird. You know, they've got Llorente, who's unequivocally one of Europe's best strikers, and the whole possession versus penetration balance. I just don't get right. Well, the, yeah, I mean the, the, the substitute started uh, really with Di Natale coming on. Mm. Tony Christmas and <laughs> and, 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 and Pirlo, who'd been great and playing some lovely diagonals. And again, mm. as you say. Exploiting the, the the width. I mean, they Spain probably could have doubled up on, yeah. on on Italy down the flanks, but it seemed like the Italians had all the room. Mm. Um, but Pirlo just broke f- through, didn't he, mm. of that midfield line and thought, yeah, all right, then. slips. And then Di Natale went, I see what you're doing. Mm. I've seen the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I've <laughs> opened up my body. He slipped him through. And he, it was marvellous, marvellous attacking. Pause at that point. Play. I'd have put my house on him. <laughs> he goes, opens the body, waits for Casillas to just drop to his knees, and, and flicks it into the corner mm-hmm. last minute. It, that is absolutely magnificent, beautiful. He's, he, he, Diotale is, is just he, he's, he loves goals so much. He's almost like he was quite pleased when Spain scored. He thought, right, I've got to score another one now. Brilliant. Yeah. Can you suggest a quicker thirty-four-year-old as we said before? As, as I think he's the quickest thirty-four-year-old in world football until next month when Ooh. Dennis Romadal turns thirty-four. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rom yeah, um, uh, yeah. I mean, and then uh, only a few minutes later Spain woke up and um, but Marcus, and, and as, a, yeah. as, a, as a long 
long-term football fan, long-time football fan, do you not get frustrated by Spain? The, the, the personnel they've got available to themselves. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, as a striker yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I just think the amount of striking quality they've got. On of course, yeah. yeah. It's a strange I, I, decision. You've not got a striker on and the pitch. You know, no. when Torres came on, obviously Torres missed a few chances, but he gave them a more sort of natural option, yeah. and their play was better for it. Well, he gave, right. a, he, he gave them a footballer who uh, gets to stand nearer to the goalkeeper, which is half the struggle, yeah. it seems, yeah. most of the time. I mean, you know, he was one on one a couple of times and he, he, he muffed it up a couple of times. And it's like they'd lost a bet. But the fact that Torres missed the chance is, is, is to miss the point. The point is, when Torres came on, they got a load more chances. Yeah, of course. Mm. And if they had made the right substitution, which would have been Durante, in my opinion, they'd have won that game 3 1, probably. Well, they finished the stronger. I and mean, we talk about the Italians you know, all day long, but they did finish the but stronger. Those, those teams will both be pleased to get that game out of the yeah. way. Yeah, I think so. I think I think the point did them both. And uh, the Spanish, they showed you that why they're European and world champions because they're playing against a very, very difficult and organised Italian side with a lot of quality mm. go a goal down right come on fags out let's go to work and, yeah, right. and a few minutes later they got a lovely equaliser and they capitalised on one of Italy's um, mistakes because it was a ball from the back that was, was kind of overhit and Pirlo looked around as if to say what are you doing you know mm. lovely bit of passing boof and, but, it was, but, and it was one but does it not mean now that they've both both Italy and Spain have got to put Croatia to the sword yeah well it, I mean it depends doesn't it I mean it, you know it could, it could work out where I mean without being disrespectful to Ireland which we'll come on to in a minute it could just oh, yeah. be a fact of who beats Ireland by the most amount yeah. pre- 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 presuming that Croatia carry on the way they have been yeah. which may not happen anyway yeah I mean I, I don't think Spain will be too worried who would they get from assuming they go through oh they're not going to fear anyone they yeah, they're not going to worry who they get from England and France and Ukraine I don't and Sweden think they, I don't think they can and I don't that. think the Italians would worry too much either maybe the Italians would probably prefer not to play the French but we're, we're talking about that. You know, they're already through when but, Croatia beat Ireland 3-1 conversely yeah. I would also say that um, England uh, would have the same mindset you know Roy Hodgson is a very level headed manager I don't think anybody's going oh my god who are we going to get well, you got to get there first exactly I thought you were going to say England aren't worried who they're going to get I was like yeah. oh I am yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no you're absolutely right it's a point and, and we'll see we'll see what happens Croatia beat Ireland 3-1 um, uh, the one thing the Irish did get right was their players were wearing 1-11 Oh, excellent. <laughs> yeah, and their fans, I, know that to be, I don't want to sound patronising or cliche, but their fans were amazing. Well, no, but, yeah, yeah. No, but it is a good point because, you know, England, there were empty seats in Donetsk, and that's, I wouldn't blame the English for that. I think that's the, the setup of one thing or another. You said, you know, Holland, Denmark, Ireland, that end was absolutely packed mm. to the rafters. Mm. And they were, and they were and in. Bouncing. Yeah, yeah, and they were in great voice all the way through. You know, even, I mean, you know, Croatia beat them quite soundly. Mm. And, you know. But they had their chances, though, for me. They, well, had a couple of, they had a couple of shots on goal. I thought, well, you know, either side of the goalkeeper, and obviously that's. To go, but you know, I think I think you're right, Pete. I think it's frustrating for them as far as going forward. They had chances. They should have had a penalty, probably. They had chances, but when they when you sat like that, you don't do the basic no. things. Like, oh, every single one of those goals was an absolute gift. Oh, what a well, it's, 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 it's frustrating for them. Yeah, the most frustrating thing from the Irish point of view must be whoever that crazy person with the whistle was in the mm. crowd. What on earth was that about? Yeah, you see that at the game. Someone that was someone, fan, yeah, but someone blew a whistle as the as the ball came in for uh, for Croatia's first goal and. Everyone seemed to hesitate for a moment, and that seemed to be enough to put given off. And just, yeah. it, I thought the goal had been disallowed, uh, which well, was Saint, obviously the point Saint of that whistle. But this, exactly the same yeah. thing happened for St. Ledger's goal. Really odd. I should play to the whistle. Oh, that doesn't work. <laughs> Manzukic is a confusing player because he I've is. seen him play as like a traditional playmaker before and I've really enjoyed watching him but then he turns up for Croatia against Ireland works really hard which yeah. you don't like see a playmaker doing and he scores two headers and it's like how, when's the last time he scored mm. two headers nah it was a given own goal yeah, oh yeah <laughs> well, as someone uh, as someone says on Twitter let me credit them um 
It was uh, Jesus Chingley. He said, "Was Shay Givens head of the best of the tournament so far?" <laughs> oh, I just like as cruel, he turned, he, he's like, "Oh, he's got that goal," and then he looks up and he's got a hilarious amount of white chalk on his on his nose and mouth. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I'd like to have seen Poor the Croatian celebration go up and just like point at him like laughing. Uh, Yelovic, of course. Yes, yeah. talked about yeah. him. But what a gift again! Again, again yeah. They oh. did that thing. Um, it was one of those fluffed clearances. That England did a, a couple of times, you know, in '86 when Maradona got the handball, and then in '88 when yeah. Houghton scored that kind of boot up in the air. But you yeah, kind yeah, of played the man in the wrong way. But, but that they didn't get enough loft on it. Yeah, as well. He's one of the most one-touch strikers I've ever seen. Yeah, sp- he he will he yeah. will lap that sort of stuff up yeah. all day. It doesn't matter who the keeper is. It doesn't matter what the game is. He he lives for those sort of chances. And I think he's one of those sort of strikers. I mean, we saw him. Well, I saw him play for Everton against Liverpool in the Cup semi-final, and he put a, such a shift in. He's a sort mm. of striker, almost like Ian Wright back in the day. He will chase down 150 lost causes, yeah. and the 151st he'll get a goal and he'll be delighted. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he won't complain. He'll just run himself into. And, the th- and that is all about attitude. Obviously, mm. work rate and ability, but mm. your attitude's there. Mm. I mean, one thing we didn't say about Italy, Spain. You know, you couldn't see someone like Balotelli doing that. And when he got his chance, <sighs> he just strode up to the goal. Mm. Yeah, go on then. I'll do. Oh, what? He just never he, decided what to do. Sergio Ramos is not the quickest. I mean, he's obviously. Quality yeah. player. That's a brilliant tackle from Ramos. It was a well, he risked a penalty but and a Bal- sending off there. Balotelli led him right should back. Should give him the chance, or should he? No, absolutely. Yeah. He was trying to back heel it. He's thinking yeah, yeah. back heel it. Yeah, back to Ireland. Do, do you think? I don't know. It'd be interesting to hear from Irish fans. I mean, I know that Trapattoni's sort of ultra defensive model has got them to the tournament, and I mm. imagine you know you'd be grateful for that. But I, I thought he was. You know, when you when you're chasing the game, mm. yeah, it's, it's a three game, pretty rapid fire tournament yeah. setup. You know, you're losing the game three one. You know, you might. And well it was lost. early in the second half. Yeah, it, there was enough time to get back into it, and he didn't really seem to. I would, I would have put McLean on. I'd have yeah. put him on to stretch yeah. the play. And really, and, and do you know what? Give Croatia something to think about. Well, he eventually brought John Walters and, and Simon Cox and Shane Long on. I thought Cox. I know people. People yeah. would say that Cox was great. I think he was quite poor. I think he was too pumped up. He gave away too many free kicks. He, he, he was all over the place. Really, I, I thought he was way too pumped. No, up. you're right. You know, I mean, obviously Robbie King came off, so it, it wasn't quite the. Uh, the, 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 the kind of go for it spirit that, that perhaps needed and as you say it's it's 3-1 three, three, down and they didn't look at, like they would play their way back into the game so you think mm-hmm. right let's just go for broke here well bring Gibson on he can hold the ball yeah. and he's not the greatest player in the world Gibson but you hold the ball up and he can pass it yeah. Yeah, and that gives he's you not a, a bad shot time. on him as well yeah, if, exactly, you, if, you, yeah. if you get the chance but it's a shame I will make the chance yeah it's, it's a shame for Arnold and, and, and you worry for him don't you with um, yeah with Spain and Italy coming up <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but, but to be yeah, fair no, Italy have generally struggled against Ireland in tournaments well, you know, um, I mean obviously you know, there's not a huge let's, deal let's, of logic to that but let's but be honest if, if Ireland got a point against Italy it would be a great result yeah, of course and then they've would. got to go and beat Spain yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just think it's so annoying keep believing yeah. it's so annoying the fact that Ireland are gen- genuinely I've seen them playing qualifying a, a few times they're so solid at the back yeah. mm. doesn't matter who they play to a certain extent they'll do fine because well, yeah. their game goal. plan just went out of the window it did. didn't it with such just a, for individual a mistakes. bizarre early goal I think um, it was maybe Barry Glendening said you know Ireland or, or forget who it was but uh, someone said that Ireland would have preferred Spain or Italy to start with yeah of course just get out of the way exactly and, you, yeah, and you, also you, you find your level don't you? you massively play for a draw as well yeah. you know you, you restrict them from playing etc etc against Croatia it's kind of like you start off with a game that you perhaps think you can win you've got to change your style mm. and you've got to go for it and if also, you lose that game you're look, massively on the back because it, it makes it must win if you've got those two absolute giants coming up I mean Croatia are clearly a better team anyway but it's yeah it's just it's the uh, it's the the most favourable game first which has yeah. obviously gone against them hugely do you chaps think that Croatia could hurt Spain or Italy then so they played okay well, they, they played well, well yeah they deserve well. a bit of credit I think. They, they do yeah 
it'll be interesting you know Italy have struggled against Croatia before mm. if I'd be looking over to the bench and I saw a man in a suit and a dut I'd be um, a, little beanie hat. a little bit a beanie hat on top mm. Billich is beanie I just think Billich I do like Billich I'm not going to slate him but dig your top button up he's got a suit and do what you want he's a rock star he dresses how he likes it's true it was a funny addition to his head wasn't it that beanie I don't do my top button up with a suit yeah I don't you can't button up with a t-shirt don't even always tuck my shirt in which I know you don't like not when you wear a tie come on Marcus that's madness isn't it when he's on stage though yeah dishevelled man you didn't moan when the strokes did it did you oh he's all gone quiet and I am comparing Jim to Julian Casablanca you having that one Jim yeah of course he is put it in a way that I can put it on a flyer yeah go back to Croatia I don't think they'll fear Spain or Italy I just don't think they're set up like that they're there on an adventure aren't they that's Bilic has very much got them to enjoying their football enjoying the fact they're there and they're going to be very very sort of thrilling encounters I think those games let's not forget that once they get going they explode that's true <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah that's it I mean if you'd have given Croatia three points three goals plus two goal average going into Italy Spain they'd take mm. that every day of the week twice every day of the Sunday. week Bilic and his beanie they'd have liked what they saw <laughs> yeah. they as if the beanie's got a, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> a personality of its own I'd like to see Hodgson stick a beanie on yeah. Yeah. today it was too hot but yeah, yeah, yeah. when I get to Kiev it's a bit cooler that's yeah. true that's true now then uh, that kind of uh, wraps up the, the first uh, round of games right, but don't Mike, worry Michael, Gris, Michael Gris hair transplant is that what we're going on to <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. no I was uh, unaware of that though no. to be fair um, no. at the time of recording Ukraine and Sweden uh, hasn't finished so we can't talk about that but obviously we're going out to Kiev tomorrow so um, we will be uh, talking about the next round of games from there But we, uh, so let's move on to another part of the world where there's still football being played I don't believe it we talk yeah. of tactics and 1-1s and 1-0s and all the rest of it but all that was mere paper talk in New Jersey last week when Argentina played Brazil <laughs> I love this because even when the European Championships are going on the South Americans are like yeah but we still have some of the limelight Argentina 4 Brazil 3 was one of the games of the season it yeah. was unbelievable Savagery. <laughs> and we're not even in a season in, in Europe. Yeah. At the exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're like, no, we'll have a bit. You know. yeah. yeah, you find Europe. We're yeah. going to still do our stuff. Yeah. And it's going to be even better. <laughs> but it was end to end, packed full of goodness. And nearly all the big boys were on show as well. Messi, Neymar, Mascarano, Di Maria. Hulk. Brazil was quite young, though. It wasn't. Um, Iguain. Big, it wasn't um, the, um, true, yeah. Mar- well, yeah, people would suggest. their Olympic squad, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, Marcelo was in there, and as I say, Ulki, or Hulk, as, yeah. as, as Marcelo got himself sent off, didn't he? Well, yeah, we'll come to that. Um, Pato came on too. Yeah. I thought he was, well, out for the next 11 years. Permanently injured, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there was there were lovely goals and slips of plenty. Um, and Messi scored a hat trick. Of course he did. Yeah, I know. Oh. I don't really think that sentence does it justice, really. Mm. <laughs> That's his second hat trick in pretty quick succession for Argentina isn't it he'll do that he's starting to do it for the national team yeah. it's mortifying I mean it, it, <laughs> well, yeah, sorry, by which yeah, I mean he, brilliant he yeah. play, oh he doesn't do it in big games he's playing Brazil for yeah, yeah, yeah. a hat trick against Brazil yeah and how many of you all he scored this season yeah. and in, in the New Jersey sun the third goal was Chronicles of Riddick oh it? my goodness 82 goals for club and country this season yeah. 82. 82 not good enough like I say if you halved that Anybody yeah. would be over the ruddy moon. Yeah. Korea, a, a striker's career. Yeah, imagine so, that. If any stri- if any English striker scored forty two goals in a season, you'd, yeah. or forty one, sorry, it's half of eighty two. Terrible. Stick man. Let's not exaggerate. Team. Yeah, stick you in that Ireland team. Oh, I tell you, uh, yeah. So Brazil went one up, and then Messi soon equalised, and there were two similar goals. You know when he slipped through, and he's just like the flipping you know, little hair. He just thump yeah. like a greased hair. Yeah, it's, it just finishes so beautifully as well, and it's kind of like yes. <laughs> 
the point where he can do every type of finish to the extent where the goalkeeper has no clue what's going to happen. Yeah, that's it's right. It's not like the goalkeeper can study him and go, well, if he comes in one on one, he's going to do this. Yeah. Mm. He doesn't know what he's going to do. Mm. He pulls a magic eight ball out of his shorts and shakes it. Yeah. He goes, yeah. Oh, look, Cloudy, shake it again. Yeah. I'm going to go for a dink. Dink. Slip it in the corner, round the keeper. Fine, no, don't bother me. Don't score enough with your shoulders, Leo. You've got to work on this. Yeah, he does. Oscar scored a nice one for Brazil, make it two all. Then Hulk actually put Brazil three to up. Federico Fernandes made it three, and then Messi with five minutes from time scored the goal of the game and I loved that the commentator the, as he came forward he was like Messi they're backing off they're backing off <laughs> <laughs> like a horror film <laughs> <laughs> um, and, 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 the, and the drama wasn't even finished there the first 85 minutes gave us seven goals and then Lavezzi came off the bench in the 87th minute and was sent off three minutes later for an incident with Marcello uh, who was also sent off and then Lavezzi did a bit of a Joey Barton before he went mad, he went mad yeah he did yeah um, yeah. It looks mad anyway. Not as mad as uh, Pablo Guinazzu though. Guinazzu, he came on for Argentina. He's 34 in August and picked up his seventh cap. Came on, <laughs> came on, straight off the set from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> Massively, yeah. in that bar. Yeah. It looks like he'd kill you just by looking at you. Yeah. 34 in August and his seventh cap. Yeah. That is Diego Maradona's selection. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got to be one of the ones Diego called up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, he definitely makes with Diego off the yeah. Off, yeah. You know, He looks like Diego's heavy. Yeah, a, yeah, like, a, a gangbanger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Right, um, uh, that's all we've got there from, from what happened in New Jersey. Uh, should we have an email to finish? Oh, go on then, let's have hey, an email. Go on. Ramblers Assemble. Oh, like we already have yeah, so it's it, all good. Yeah. Uh, after listening to your story about Kiev's deputy mayor telling people not to swim in the river, it reminded me of several things. When my parents moved to Kiev in 2008, oh. one of the first things we were told was never to go in the river because the sand was full of radiation from Chernobyl. <laughs> I, fair, fair. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Thanks yeah, for I also that. remembered a story about the mayor who, when Kiev's budget wasn't balancing, <laughs> decided to charge people to visit the city's graveyards. Bloody hell. As you can imagine, this went down well. In the election a couple of years ago, this same mayor ran against one of the Klitschko brothers. Mental. (laughs) It's from Samir (laughs) Jack Kadiolu. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Samir. Party town. Sent from his Android <laughs> device, no less. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Good uh, Kiev River update. Yeah. We're going to be there. We're flying out there tomorrow, so yeah. Tuesday yeah. the 12th. Yeah. Mm. Um, next show you guys will get will be on the 14th. Um, which is Thursday people are still asking aren't they yeah yeah it's on the <laughs> website you can, you can get yeah. the information on there when we're bringing shows out and then we're doing we're going to the England Sweden game which mm. is excellent mm. absolutely uh, but of course if you want to get in touch with us the, web, uh, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website the new website it's still new I think we yeah. can still keep yeah, having that certainly a lot going on there's thefootballramble.com and it's magnificent get over there a lot of you haven't been getting over there get over there yeah. but a lot no, of you have so thank no you very much no excuse <laughs> there's loads I mean honestly I, I spent a good when well, I was at work to be honest <laughs> a good hour just seeing what had been put on that day there's cartoons there's uh, more pieces than you have any right to expect <laughs> sirs or madams yeah. mostly Brilliant. sirs mainly <laughs> sirs yeah. you can always live yeah. in hope marvellous um, right that's it uh, for us this time say goodbye Jim bye say goodbye Pete goodbye Marcus and it's goodbye from Luke too see you Thursday alright gang see you then
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 